Alright everybody, we're back with another episode of Pass, Play, or Purchase. This is your host, Kevin. And this is Leanne. And as always, thanks for listening. So today we're going to get into Vault Wars, a game by John Gilmore and published by Floodgate Games. So this is essentially a bidding game for three to five people where you auction off the vaults of fallen heroes and of course try to accumulate the most victory points. So what you're doing is you're taking on the role of a hero looking to fulfill a certain goal and of course their goal will help you try to maximize uh, points by fulfilling the types of um, like loot or maybe gear that they're looking for and you'll host a series of auctions for vaults to hopefully accumulate and spend money to acquire different treasures and probably some junk along the way. Now this game originally came out uh, back in 2015 although there was I think what an updated Kickstarter not that long ago where they had the original and then plus the expansion oh. uh, that came out not too long ago. But yeah, we'll mainly just cover the base game for today. And it can actually still be found for about 20 to $25 for the standard version. Uh, there is the deluxe version as well, which if you have a chance to uh, get a hold of, I mean, yeah, okay, it's going to be more costly, but that's the one that's got the metal coins. And I think for right, an auction-style game, I mean, that really, really, uh, dare I say, adds to the feel. Yeah, though so. so that's the version that, that you have, Kevin, and I, I think that it makes a big difference. Yep. So love the extra coins, and then obviously it comes with like the promo cards, um, wooden, uh, I don't want to call them chips, but uh, wooden black diamonds for the corruption. So yeah, it just kind of gives, gives a little more oomph to the game, I guess, maybe for lack of better phrasing. As a certain je ne sais quoi, if you... Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right, but anyway, so the gameplay is estimated at about 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, I would say for us, it's probably closer to an hour, maybe an hour and a half. But maybe it's because the bidding can get a little bit more contentious. Uh, and that, too, we also play with, what, four to five usually. So, of course, you know, it can kind of stretch out the time a little bit. Uh, and I am also including up... Uh, including our setup and scoring so yeah for what that's worth mm. but anyway for the mechanics i'll turn things over to leanne so as kevin mentioned vault wars is an auction and really a set collection game right i think it's fair to call it that because you take on a particular character role that has a particular hidden objective um, because you'll get a points multiplier for certain types of items this game, Kevin, it really makes me think of the TV show Storage Wars, right? I mean, it's that idea of somebody's storage container and you don't know everything that's in it, but people would get really excited to bid for it. Um, or some folks might be familiar with the concept of a grab bag. I know sometimes um, like companies will do what's called fukubukuro in Japanese and it's like, a, you know, you don't know what's in it. You're guaranteed a certain value of the item. Items, but that's part of the fun that you're buying something and there's a little bit of a surprise element you know what's exactly going to be in it you find out after you purchase or after you win the bid and as Kevin mentioned Volt Wars has a fantasy theme so you're bidding on stuff like swords and armor and crystals and dragon eggs and, and things like that every player starts with 20 gold and you is you're dealt a hand of vaults 
and it's five volts for three players, four volts for four players, three volts for five players. So you're going to be bidding on 15 to 16 volts throughout the course of the game. And volts is a loose term. I, I've, we, we've seen boxes, treasure chests, armoires, sarcophagi, you know, what have you, just any kind of container that could hold these types of items. You have the option to draft the vault, so keep one, pass to the next player, get the hand from the other player on your other side and choose and and go and so forth, or you can just use what you're dealt with. And then everyone chooses a vault from their hand that they would like to put up for auction. And the thing about the auctions is that when vaults are auctioned off, the winning bids, the money for the bids actually goes to the player who's put up the vault for auction, unless it was, you know, I'll, I'll get into what happens if they themselves won the bid. But that's how the money flows in this game. Uh, if you were thinking, well, how do I get income after spending money on, you know, the first few vaults that I want to buy? So everyone chooses a vault from their hand, the vaults are revealed simultaneously, and then bidding starts with the lowest numbered vault. That's the first vault that gets put up for bid. Each vault card indicates how many items the vault contains and how many of those items people can look at before they bid. So it might be, you know, here's a vault with five items and people get to look at two. Um, or people get to look at one random or what have you. So then uh, either those items are uh, visible for everyone to see, or if it's, uh, okay, you can look at one, say one random, then those items actually get passed around and each player kind of looks at their own before the bidding starts. So the player who put up the vault for auction starts the bidding as the auction master. And the auction master has one time to bid that's at the very start when they start the bidding. And then bidding proceeds with all the other players. And everyone other than the auction master, you can pass or you can bid. You have to beat the previous bid by at least one. And even if you've passed one time around, if it comes back to you, you can actually jump back in. And so that's, I think, a little bit of an interesting mechanic that I haven't seen in a lot of other auction games. If nobody bids at all, then the auction master by default will win and they will pay the bank. Otherwise, the highest bidder wins and they pay their bid to the auction master, the player who put up the vault. And then they get their items. You can equip items, um, or you can store them, or you can trash them if it's junk. Um, And yes, that was something I wanted to mention. There is a fair amount of junk in this game. These are item cards that literally say they are junk. Um, They are not worth anything. They are just the detritus of these heroes. And so you're going to get your items after you win a vault. You can either equip items, um, like armor and and things like that and then you don't have to pay storage or things that are not equipped you need to pay one gold per item to store it or you can reveal a set of three junk store that for one gold every set of three junk revealed is one gold to store you can sell up to four items for their gold value so that's another way for you to um, gain some more money for the bidding the next round Um, And junk items, you can trash them, but they're worth zero gold. They don't count towards your selling limit of four items. 
And players with less than 12 gold after selling items have the option to visit what's called the Loan Shark. And so the Loan Shark is a way to gain 12 gold from the bank, but you also get one Corruption Token, which gives you negative victory points at the end of the game. And you can do this once per round, visit the Loan Shark. Um, once you have Corruption Tokens, you can't pay them back or get rid of them in any way, so you're stuck with them. And the negative point value scales. So if you have only one Corruption Token at the end of the game, it's worth negative two, not a big deal. You get two Corruption Tokens, all of a sudden they're worth negative three points each. And three or more Corruption Tokens, boy, they're worth negative four points each. So use that Loan Shark judiciously, for sure. And that's the game. The game continues until all of the vaults have been, you know, auctioned off. And then you tally up points at the end of the game. And that's Vault Wars. All right. Thanks for that rundown. It's actually kind of got me thinking. So since the... Uh, the bidding runs where people who have initially passed could hop back in. Uh, maybe we should have the auction master try to run it like an actual auction style. Oh. And just let the whole group try to bid it up, make it a little more uh, exciting, a little exciting. more thematic. Yeah, practice your auctioneer voice. And Absolutely. <laughs> and we gotta gotta turn up the theme on this one. So, but anyway, all right, we'll get into our notes here. Um, so for me, I'll start off with the positive side and yeah, I would say that this is a very dynamic bidding game, perhaps more so if we include that auctioneering, uh, <laughs> kind of one-off house ruling now, but, but it's, yeah, definitely a, a little bit more dynamic. Uh, and I would compare it to for sale in this case, a game that I really like by the way, but uh, I think with for sale, it's a little bit more straightforward in the sense of, um, you're really trying to kind of math out really each of your own bids. Uh, of course, everyone's going to come to their own conclusion, but I feel like, again, there's a little bit more of a definitive, well, you know what, okay, it's worth this bid to me, and it's worth this to me if I'm the next person, and so on and so on. So. I think I think you're right about that, just to jump in. I think maybe because in for sale, it's it's linear like the 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 items that are the the properties that are up for value you know there's only one of each value between a certain range whereas mm -hmm. i think vault wars right it's set collection so i think there is a lot more variation right so there's that um push and pull with if you're trying to accomplish your own goal sometimes you got to take a risk that type of thing well that and um even when you decide to put up your vault for the vault order that's another layer of strategy. So yeah, I mean, I do like that. It's a little more dynamic. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from that, I do like the theme. Uh, I know it's relatively straightforward, but yeah, it's it's well done. I mean, again, you know, you have your hero artwork. The vaults have that kind of yeah, fantasy style art. The items, I mean, you got elven items, dwarven items, dragon items. So yeah, I mean, they actually do try to incorporate it on even the coins as well, actually. So the different denominations, the one, five, and ten. Mm -hmm. Is that right? One, three, and I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm getting confused here. But anyway, yeah, the, the denominations have their own different artworks. Like the ten is the dragon yep. on it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, as far as words of caution, though, I mean, it might sound very obvious. But yeah, this is really a pure bidding game. It's not one of those where there's like really all these other kind of tricky mechanics going on. No, at the end of the day, it's it's purely bidding. So if you 
again, taking an example, if you don't like for sale, uh, this probably isn't really going to do much for you either. Uh, aside from that, I would say that the replayability, at least for me, could be... The only way I could describe it really is, is challenging. Uh, this is not a game where I would want to play it like back to back, not even like, you know, every weekend. Not to say it's a bad game. Well, you know, I guess we'll get into our decisions later. But um, there's there's a little, I guess, what more limitation. Maybe I'll, I'll take the for sale example again, where you kind of know everything. So do you really want to play that back to back to back? I mean, if you if you love bidding that much, maybe you do. Uh, but for me, especially because this is a little bit heavier, nah, it's it's a little bit too much for me. But aside from that, yeah, I, I would probably say that's my only words of caution, actually, on this one. But what about for you? So my positive notes, I agree with you, Kevin. The components are really fun. The, I think the, the deluxe version that, that you have uh, with the metal coins, it does add... I mean, the coins are really the, the primary, other than, the I guess, the vault cards themselves and the item cards. But the coins are something you're handling constantly throughout the game. So that extra touch does make quite a difference. The artwork, I know we've, we've said it's a fantasy theme. It's a... Um, it has a fun take to it, so it's fantasy, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit cute or comic book style, and I think that's really fun. The bidding and the surprise element of you kind of know what's in this vault, you're making a bet on it that it's going to be really good, and there's definitely a strategy in that too when you're the auction master. You know, do you if you want to. You want nobody else to bid on it so you can get it or you know do you want the bidding to go really really high because maybe you're looking to replenish your own money stores from it that can play a lot into the strategy of what items you reveal and which items you keep hidden we've definitely seen people put up a vault and out of the say the five items um, two are shown and you show two junk <laughs> do you want to take a chance on that vault thinking that there's actually nice things in the hidden information or do you trust that well it is just junk and therefore i'm not going to bid on it and i think there can be a feeling because there there is that hidden information component um things that are not equipped are uh you know it, it's like you kind of don't know the points i think very obviously till the very end so it can feel like everyone is still in the game until the end your role is hidden right so so that can help with the competitive feeling of the game and of course you all know that i like that now words of caution so for me i think this game i don't think we play this game often enough that and I, we're our maybe I haven't studied enough the items that are in the deck to really know how to value the items when they come up. So I think that is definitely, it, it's a, it's a, something you can address yourself it's worth a little bit of extra time to do that because if you don't know what kind of items are in that deck, you know, what's the distribution of them, then you might either pass up, you know, on an opportunity to really get ahead for your character or you might overbid on something because you think it's super rare and then it's actually not so that's my word of caution on it i think an auction game especially this one it lends itself to people the people who are going to have the advantage are the ones who know that deck inside and out okay um on that note too actually though at least for some of the items right like the gems 
um, I guess mainly it's just the gems. They do have the distribution. Well, I guess they tell you how many there are. So, yeah, they do. But yeah. I think, well, I think with the, the armor sets and stuff, I mean, you know it's in there, but it's kind of, and maybe that's just an extra step of math I haven't bothered to do. Like, what's the likelihood that this vault is going to contain the items that I need? And then paying attention to what other people have that's equipped. That's hardcore and math. That's a lot of math. I'm, it's not my, that's not my jam. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and move on to our decisions. So for me, you know, I would say for a small box, uh, really at the end of the day, an affordable game, this is at least a play. Now, because I do personally like bidding games, yeah, you know what? I think I would go with a purchase. I mean, I might be a little bit biased, especially since this was something I was able to acquire kind of like secondhand, sort of very, very reasonable cost. Mm. But yeah, I guess I'll put it at a, at a minimum. I feel like it's a it's a play. Yeah, Kevin Kevin really does like auction games, by the way, bidding games. Um, for me, it's definitely a play. It's fun. It's mostly straightforward to go through the rounds, right? I mean, everyone's pretty familiar with bidding on something, and that makes a lot of sense. And it actually delivers a lot of play time, like Kevin mentioned. I mean, you're going to get minimum a half hour out of this, most likely, probably longer, 45 minutes, an hour or, or more, depending on how thoughtful people are in bidding. So for a small box, straightforward mechanics, you get a lot of playtime out of it. It's definitely a play for me. All right. Well, there you have it. And before we wrap things up, I'll circle back, make a quick side note that there is the Relic Roadshow expansion. Uh, and it adds a little bit of a twist to the game, really kind of freshens it up. So if it's something uh, that you're interested in, I mean, obviously talking about Vault Wars, the base game. I mean, for me, it's just nice to know that there is an expansion available Right, to just kind of help add a little bit more, get get more out of the, the game. But otherwise, there you have it, two solid plays. So as always, though, uh, we appreciate you listening, and hopefully we'll catch you on our next episode. Thank you.